Oh, this is a real throwback, guys. Yeah. We're going back to basics. Oh, what a fine Pilsner beer. <laughs> it really is very fine it Pilsner beer. It's so fucking delicious. All right. I would like to propose a programming adjustment. Okay. Propose. You know, normally we do the thing where it's like we talk about some shit and then Julie basically summarizes the events and we inject our commentary into the summary of the events and mm-hmm, then mm-hmm. we do our scales at the end and whatever. Mm-hmm. I think that works for most episodes. And then I think this is an episode where Jamie fights a human dressed as a bear. What the fuck was that? God. So I think if this is an episode where Jamie fights a human dressed as a bear, Why did they do that, that maybe we should just talk about the fact that Jamie fights a human dressed as a bear. I think I, I second this motion. I, I want to be clear that in this episode, Jamie fights hmm? a human yeah. who is dressed as a... Bear. What? What the fuck? <laughs> so, normal, this will be like, frankly, this will be a very special episode of Podlander Nerdcast. Welcome <laughs> to Podlander Nerdcast, not Lunar Podcast. I'm Allison. I'm Julie. That's Janine. Hey. This will be a very special episode of Podlander Drugcast, not Lunar Podcast because you want to know why I'm talking so fast? I've been waiting to talk to somebody about this for fucking weeks. <laughs> I am sitting in my apartment watching these screeners to write my review, and things are going along, and like good things are happening and whatever. And we see, we see this shot, we'll get into this. We see this shot of like, Claire basically gutting a fish and then we get like a really big gratuitous shot of the fish and all of these things. And I was like, oh my God, they're going to do it. They're going to do the bear killer scene. They're going to do it. And then Jamie fought a man. What? Dressed as a bear. (laughs) What? What the fuck? Julie, (laughs) we're sitting. Listener, let me paint you a picture. Mm-hmm. We're sitting on the couch. We couldn't live stream this one because uh, you guys can't see it. Yet. Yeah, you can't see it. See, we're recording we're in the past this on the 18th. In the future. It's it's a day like any <laughs> day, except travelers. for this day is a, the, a day in the past, and you exist in the future, but you also exist in this past. So really, there are two of you. And if you listen to this before it comes out, then. I don't know what's just, happening. Just watch Interstellar. You'll get it. We yeah. also don't want Allison to get in trouble for talking about things before other people see them. So yeah. we're trying to be good. Yeah. So anyway, point so being, we're pic- recording yeah. in advance. So I'm painting you a picture. We're watching this episode and I keep covering my face with my sweater. And Julie and Janine, because I, I warned Janine, Janine and I were at a brunch this morning <laughs> and he was like, well, I don't know if I'm going to come watch today because, you know, he really only watches the one a season and we were watching two episodes back to back. And I said, Janine, you know what? The first one, if you're there, if you feel like watching, great. You really should be there for the second one. And he said, why? And I said, well, you can't tell Julie this, but Jamie fights a human dressed as a bear. <laughs> and I'm, and I'm sitting here going, I'm, I'm like on the street about to go walk home. I'm like, oh, okay. No, that, why? That doesn't make any sense. Right. So <laughs> fast forward, he shows up and, <sighs> and, and mentions to Julie that I had said that maybe he should be here for this one. And we're watching and the, they keep trying. They're like, oh, is that a bear? Is it a bear? Is it a bear? No, it's a bear. It's a bear. No, I should I, just to clarify my frame of mind too. As I'm watching this, I had actually kind of forgotten that yeah. Allison told me this because it was getting set up for a fucking bear to show it, up. Right? It was really getting set up for a <laughs> so bear. Then we get to the point when oh my a, God. the person dressed like a bear, like Buffalo Bill style, mm-hmm. trying to eat humans, mm-hmm. comes out of the <gasps> underbrush. I'd hibernate with me. Would you hibernate with me? Good <laughs> jeez. <laughs> out of the bushes <laughs> to try to fight Jamie. <laughs> so and ridiculous. Julie is staring at it and she goes, what? Is this in the books? 
a rhetorical question because it it's so weird. There's no way it's not in the books. But listener, if you are not a book reader, let me tell you something. Jamie fights a bear who is actually just a human is not in the books. That is an invention of the show because this writer's room, they were sitting around and they they were they said to themselves, selves how do we're we a show about time travel and magic mm. and destiny mm-hmm. and all and there are ghosts. We wrote an episode last week where there are mm-hmm. ghosts, but mm-hmm. you know what is just a bridge too far? Jamie fighting a bear. That's or, too much. Do you think it was from the other side where they were like, we don't want to put our moneymaker in danger? With a real bear? With a, I mean, but of course they could like fucking digitize that shit and sure. whatever, right? No, of course. Yeah. I mean, it, it doesn't make... They they could just do like camera. We could just hear it. Yeah. I mean, right? look at The Revenant. It's been done. It's been done. There's a bear fight in Game of Thrones. Yeah. Like there, it's... There, they could they could have just fucking like shots and it could have been all from Claire and Ian's perspective. But you're right. It's just too it's, it's just a bridge too, much. too far. So that Jamie like, killed a bear. I would like to take this moment to just tell you what <laughs> happens in the book. Is that okay? Yes, please. Okay. Bring it. So Claire and Jamie are camping in the woods. It's before they find Fraser's Ridge. And they've got fish. And is it just Jamie and Claire? There's no Ian, it's no Rollo. It's just Rollo. Jamie and Claire. Okay. Um sitting in the woods. And they keep thinking they hear things and whatever. Of course mm-hmm. they do. It's mm-hmm. nighttime. It's scary. They go to bed. Claire wakes up and she sees like this enormous dark shape and then like Jamie's head. And she's real groggy. And then she realizes it's a fucking bear and it's fighting Jamie. Mm-hmm. And he is losing because it's a bear. Yeah. <laughs> but and he's very Jamie, large. so it's closer than it should be. Right. <laughs> and she doesn't know what to do. So she gets up and is like, fuck, I have to help him. The only thing she can think to do is she grabs an enormous trout and she beans it on the nose with the fish. And she keeps hitting it with the fish. And it's like rears back because that's like no, their noses are sensitive. Yeah. And it's distracted and roaring. That's and how you fight a shark too. And then turns on her and she's like, oh shit, that was probably a bad idea. And then while it's distracted, Jamie is able to like get out his knife or whatever and it's just like, like goes to town and, and fucking kills this bear. Okay. But like, barely. <laughs> what? Right? Very close shave. Then... Then the Cherokee come out mm. of the woods and there have been like uncomfortable moments, but they haven't, mm-hmm. it, it, there isn't like a series of threats or anything like it okay. is in the show, which I actually think is a good invention of the show. Mm-hmm. It makes sense that the show would acknowledge like, why the fuck are you putting these stakes in the place where I live? I live here. Right. Why are you making a border? This is my home. Mm-hmm. Um, so that makes perfect sense to me, but they show up and don't speak English. And Jamie doesn't speak English. And they're gesturing to the bear. And Jamie doesn't speak Cherokee. Uh, Cherokee. Yeah. Gesturing to the bear. And Jamie manages to communicate that, yes, he killed the bear. And they clearly ask what happened. So he starts to act it out. Yes. Bear charades. And then <laughs> when he gets to the point, he shows him wrestling with the bear. Then... <laughs> Oh my God. He picks up a fish and points at Claire and is showing the fish. And, sh- and then the, the natives start laughing, right? Mm-hmm. And then they're all laughing. And Claire is like, Why are you laughing at me? 
Oh, hold so on, guys. Wow. Hold on. You guys keep talking just for a second. Sometimes she has nightmares. You guys oh, keep talking. Oh. Go ahead. It's okay. It's oh, okay. she's having a nightmare? Yeah. Hi. Oh, my it's okay. gosh. No, we're concerned oh, about a- Sophie. Guys, that was a kitty old. nightmare? Yes, she's old and sometimes she wakes up and doesn't know where she is. And she is. Oh, Sophie. Oh. She's okay. She's okay, you guys. Oh. She's okay. She just You just have to pet her and be like, it's cool. And then she's like, no, no, uh, you're right, it's cool. And then she's fine. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> Sorry, guys. So, um, so they're all laughing so at they fish bo- nose. They bond over the fact that Jamie, first of all, it's, you know, impressive. Thanks. Jamie killed this Thanks bear. for yeah. that. But the way he was able to kill the bear... Is because his wife beat it in the nose with a giant fish. <laughs> so they all laugh and then make friends mm-hmm. because it, you would probably bond with somebody who you met in the woods who had just killed a bear that he was only able to kill because his wife hit the bear in the nose with a fish, right? <laughs> so they're all friends and they, they start learning each other's words and cooking and all kinds of shit. Then they go back to Fraser's Ridge and then not long after they show up. To let him know that he's now called Bear Killer mm-hmm. and to like bring them some provisions and stuff. And then Claire, Claire, it's oh god, it's not only Jamie, um, meets the, all the stuff about the dream that's all straight from the book. And mm-hmm. she meets this older woman and her granddaughter. And um, I can't remember her name right now, I'm afraid my computer's dead, so I can't look it up. But um, they bond and all of that stuff. Um, but it is a scary incident that is lighthearted in tone. Mm-hmm. Because she hits him, she hits the bear in the face with a fish. <laughs> and then that is how they bond. And what this show, which I love, decided to do. Oh, they wouldn't have it listen. Never mind. Sorry. Was uh, okay. make it so it's not a bear. <laughs> what is but it? But instead, a man dressed as a bear. What? The only thing I can think, besides the fact that they must think it's outlandish, I just well, I walked into it. I, that wasn't intentional. It just I happened. Stumbled into you it. I stumbled like a like a giant dick rock. I stumbled right into you it. You just found that threshold. You didn't know where it was. Yeah. yeah. Um, the only thing I can think of, besides the fact that they thought it was too much, is that they wanted to be able to introduce the idea. Except for they already have that because it becomes really important to the story that Cherokee women choose the people that they bed with and also the people that they marry. Like Mm -hmm. they control all of it. Mm -hmm. Um, But Myers has already told us that. John Quincy Myers says that in the episode preceding Mm -hmm. when they're like stomping down the trail and talking about the many, I don't recall putting a number to it or whatever he says. Mm -hmm. Um, they already know that. So, because they, it's just, it feels like really self-congratulatory. Like, oh, well, in the book it was a bear. But in our version, it's a, it's a man. Rapist. It's a rapist who was shunned from the Cherokee. Who for, went crazy and turned and himself he, into a bear. Yes, and then it, like he lost his mind and we couldn't kill him because we cannot kill what's already dead to us. But we thank you and now we'll call you Bear Killer. It was like really, really fucking elaborate, like the way they brought themselves know, back to that. and it's just... Wouldn't it have been easier if it was just a real bear? Yes! <laughs> you know, and like the only... So like I'm trying to think of like what's the maybe production reason they were like, well, we can't do a bear. The production reason, or maybe some other types of things, might have been that, like, to bring in a bear, uh, 
there might've been like PETA stuff that they were maybe concerned about. Like the idea of like bringing in a trained bear and like going through that process. Like maybe they were maybe, avoiding just, something there. I'm reaching real hard yeah, though because they put a man dressed up as, as a, a bear, bear. <laughs> to solve this problem. Well, because <laughs> here's the thing. They could have just, if they didn't have the money to have it be completely fake. Yeah. Oh my God. You're just fucking doing this. There yeah, just do it. Yeah, Pocky. Get in there. Um, mm-hmm. If they didn't have the money to have it be just completely CGI, they could have just, ha- as they often do, had it all be from Claire's perspective. Yeah. So Jamie goes into the woods and she hears the struggle and she gets freaked out and she goes running. And then we need one shot of, of Claire a fucking of a trout fish, on a fucking. Right? Yeah. yeah. And then we could just watch her face and then totally. we cut to Jamie and there's like a bear that's obviously not a real bear because they wouldn't kill a bear. So like something they build to make it look like a bear bleeding and he's standing there and he's like, Yeah. That was a. T- Stupid thing to do, woman. Whatever the fuck he would say, because that's the kind right. of shit. And then he starts laughing, and then the Indians show up, and they start laughing, and that's how we get there. Whereas this like crazy thing, this one time, you should hear about this one time that Bear <laughs> Killer's wife hit a bear <laughs> on the nose with a trout. But no, instead they. Uh, no, that was it. Was a bad choice. It was just, a bad choice. I am uh, totally. Not opposed to Outlander continuing to do intelligent things when it comes to rape, especially as no one will be surprised by. There will be more rape in the show. I, if you don't know that, then now you're warned. Mm-hmm. There will be more rape in the show. Um, it's whether or not that's something you like to see. <laughs> I'm guessing you don't. Um, but it's a part of fucking life and it's a part of history and it's, and a part of the story. And whether or not you think it should be a part of the story is a different conversation. But there's mm-hmm. more coming. What I don't understand is why the they decided they wanted to do another, like, rape is bad. <laughs> another after-school special. With the storyline where Claire hits a bear on the nose with a fish. And if they wanted it to be more somber in tone, then cut the fish. And just have him fucking fight a bear. Yeah. Why does it have to be a person? Because I want to restate this one more time. <laughs> yeah, Hold yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> what is this? In this episode, mm-hmm. James Alexander Malcolm Mackenzie Fraser mm-hmm. fights a human. <laughs> You're, you're like, you're like, you sounded like. Oh, she's crying. She's, crying. she's so upset. She's laughing and crying at the same time. I'm sitting in my apartment watching these screeners, and I'm watching, and I was like, oh, they're gonna do the. F-. I see the close up of the fish. I'm like, oh, they're gonna do the fish, and then, and then all of a sudden, it's she, a man. She sees the bite on Meyer's neck, and is like, that's not a bear. And then I was like, human. I was like. What? <laughs> and all of a sudden they show him going like, <laughs> did you, and what did you do? Hold on. Pushing the mic farther away. I went, what the fuck? <laughs> and then Tom comes running out of his office and was like, what's wrong? And I was like, it's a man it's dressed a in a man bear suit. He's <laughs> like, that's pretty nutty, but there's all kinds of nutty stuff on the show, isn't there? It's like, yes, but this isn't in the book. This is some, <laughs> Picture it, a writer's room. 
box of donuts, large whiteboard, probably a little model of some standing stones. Probably even got like some paper flips. Probably lots of post-its. Individual charcoal portraits of Matthew B. Roberts. Just him. Everywhere. Yeah. And they're trying to break this episode and they're talking about the bear. Can we do the fish? How do we do it? Should we not do the fish? And somebody goes, I have a notion. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking cowboy in the corner. What if it's not a bear, but in fact... A human Man dressed as a bear. bear. Wow. How and would it, that work? How would I, that work? I have to admit that as a non-book reader not knowing what was happening, the way that they were leading up to it made me think that it was some fucking Sasquatch shit or some Bigfoot shit. Because at one you point... You know what would have made more sense? That would, if would have it been was Bigfoot. Yeah. yeah. That would have made would, more sense. It would have been better if it was the same squam shit. This <laughs> fucking shit. It didn't... Because that, like... If Outlander was like, you know what? We're going to... Con- they are... Because you know what... The fucking Loch Ness monster is in the books. What? This what? is real. This is real. Wait, is there a stone circle that a dinosaur goes through and ends up in Scotland? Yes. <gasps> you it's a theory. We don't see it. But this is Claire and Roger hypothesizing that maybe the reason that all the descriptions of Nessie are different is because different creatures keep showing up in this lake because there's a stone circle underwater. And not a stone circle, but because the theory is that the stone circles mark the places where this happened. So in this case, there wouldn't be a circle. There would just be such a, a, like a fissure in time or whatever. They just touch it. So, and this is the theory posited by the books. And it's just a theory. We don't, it's not like all of a sudden Claire sees a fucking dinosaur in the water. It would make sense that there were some of those underwater since. Yes, totally. The surface of the earth is mostly water. Right. So it's, um, um, thereby disproving the movie signs. I'm sorry. If anybody, Signs? I hate that movie. Why? Because aliens, if you can't hang with water, why come to the sea? Don't come to Earth. That's a little bit like like when those big uh, War of the Worlds happened and like they, they die from microbes. It's, yeah, like, it's like it's like that's they don't fucking figure dude, it out. You can build this spaceship, but you can't figure that shit. You're gonna go to a Damn. place with fucking life. You Damn. fuck off. Anyway, let's get back to the man dressed <laughs> as a bear that fights. Jamie, Alexander, Malcolm, Mackenzie, Frazier. I will say that I thought it was going to be a real bear. And then when it showed up as a man in a bear suit, Allison's freaking out. I'm like, what the fuck? And then I just turned to it and I said, I've got to say that Jamie's odds improved. <laughs> they, they did. You know, and it's a, it's a, like a reasonably decent fight scene, except for you can't ever really get past the fact that it's a person dressed <laughs> as a bear who's made himself claws out of bear claws. But that does mean that this guy has fought bears. Which, maybe. Or, because they said he was fucking with the village, right? So maybe he's just stolen bear skins and bear claws Um, and shit from from the people who used to be his neighbors. Whatever it is, it doesn't fucking matter because it is so... Fucking stupid. Oh, and I and I feel like I'm doing a disservice to the rest of the episode because this is a decent episode. There are good things okay. that happen. They're building the house and there's a bunch of cute Rolo, shit. Rolo was awesome. Rolo was awesome. Some good dog shots, some good scenes with Junk and Z Myers. There's Wee-in. like a basically product placement for jerky. Yeah. There's like good mm-hmm. Wean things. Wean was super excited about a lot of the stuff. We see some more of Roger back at Shay. The fucking Fiona. costuming. The, the Cherokee costuming oh, is incredible. Yeah, incredible. Dude. 
incredible. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like really, really good things. And I think that the Cherokee storyline, except for this one thing, is also pretty good. Like there's a little like, ooh, we've gone to drums and everyone looks really foreboding. But on the other hand, it's that seems to me like that would be the perspective. That's how they would see them. And then all of that goes away once they actually start communicating and they realize that this one person speaks English and, um, and they whatever decide to live in peace and all of that that's fine can i uh, yeah but well but this whole even in that dance can i like ask a question or yeah. like just point out something that like made me feel really weird in their dance when they're doing the when they're doing the crossover before we find out it's a man dressed uh, as a bear always pisses me and like too. that dance as they're dancing around the circle they're they literally are doing like the the creepy uncle dance that's like i got claws and i'm chasing I after you and it like like I, I don't have any context for that for anything in that culture, and so I don't know if that's actually. But it felt very like over. It felt really over the top in that moment, and I wasn't. I didn't know how to over do. the top. This show <laughs> never. Like Sylvester Stallone was say, like about to arm wrestle someone. He's about to turn that hat around. Yeah, backwards. dude, you don't know. I um. I just didn't. That I part didn't threw like me that shit either bit. because it made me think of the flashback between the two dance circles between Mrs. Yeah. Graham and the yeah. um the Yeah, uh, I I feel like that was and like it's it just was weird. It's just over the top. There's a lot of that shit that's just t- trying to I don't know. It's too obvious or too like pushy and I don't need your help. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I get that the I get that these Native Americans are scared of this bear. Like, oh, that's all I need to know. I can see that they're trying to, like, figure out what's happening with the bear. Like, what the hell? And then the bear comes, and then it's a man in a bear suit. And then we find out that it was actually well, one of their brethren, and that's weird. And, and one of the things that I got out of that sequence was that it felt like, this, like the show was trying to imply that they, they were, were calling it. They were conjuring it. Like in it some did sort of feel like, weirdly like and that. And so, like, so until they said something about it, I thought like this was a dude that was sent by them. Uh, and I was like, well, that feels weird. Like I don't yeah, know what's yeah, going on here. Well, no, and it's not that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there, if memory serves, there is sort of mention. I mean, it, they definitely say that they were trying to hunt this specific bear. Like mm-hmm. this bear had been terrorizing their village, had like figured out that that was a place where they could get food and kept coming and it had killed somebody and like destroyed some buildings and things. And it was large and God, I think maybe it's like gray or something. Like it's not a normal bear that he kills. So it's like a Moby Dick of bears. It's the Moby Dick of bears. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then he kills it, and so in addition to it being fucking hilarious, they're also grateful and whatever. And I'm sorry, I'm like, sorry. Yogi Dick. Yeah. <laughs> I had to stop it. Yogi Bear, you guys, come on. <laughs> He's just looking for that picnic basket. <laughs> I'm not sure that we can go on. No, we can't, we can't. I couldn't stop myself. It was right there. Of course you couldn't stop yourself. It was right there, like a picnic basket. (laughs) You just had to reach in and take it. All right, you guys, Janine's got to go. So I'm going to say goodbye, but they're going to keep going, and Allison's going to get the giggles up. Bye. All right, bye Bye. for a minute. We'll be back. Yogi Dick. It was right there. I just, it was low hanging fruit. Uh, no, it wasn't. That's the thing. It's like, it wasn't. Outlandish was low hanging fruit. <laughs> well, it's just because I was over here going Moby Dick bears. How do I get that? Yogi. 
It's like it was just right there. Oh God, mm-hmm. my life is forever changed. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Anyway, I feel like I burned off some of that energy. But seriously, I've been waiting to talk to somebody about this. I actually, uh, Kelly, mm-hmm. um, who is a book reader, I had said something in the Slack channel uh, about trolling, and she asked me something about it. And I was like, fuck it. And so I just sent her a direct message. I was like, Kelly, you cannot put this anywhere. But I just need to run this one thing past you or I'm going to go insane. And just was like... Here, blah 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 blah. She was like, "What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck is that?" Um, yeah. And so then she saw it and was like, "God yeah. damn it, Kelly! You gotta let it. Let me know if it was everything you dreamed." God damn it! I. So what are some <sighs> what are some other things we can say about the episode? Obviously, we already talked about the Cherokee costumes. They were incredible. I really There's loved the moment with the the dream. Of the moon. And the grandmother. And she f- turns into a white raven and flies and eats the moon. And then there's an egg and she opens the egg and there's a stone in it and it's magic. And you will be, you have some medicine now, but you have more when your hair is white. And that's all right from the book. Mm-hmm. Um, there's. Which pre- we do find out uh, back in Scotland, Fiona has known everything all along. And she's been keeping clippings that she finds, and she did find a clipping that shows that Jamie and Claire died probably earlier than anybody thought they would in a fire. Julie, is this episode where Roger calls her about the book? That's this episode, right? Yes, but it's at the beginning. It's Right. Mm -hmm. So the two revelations are Roger finds mention of Fraser's Fraser's Ridge Ridge and writes to the author of this book, and it's the book Brianna gave him. Um, And... And this is all shit that we talked about in the last episode and then had to delete because I said it in Not the last episode. Not all of it. We had to delete the stuff early on, but we didn't have to delete it when I said she gave him the book because it happened. we were talking about it when it happened. Yes. Right. Um, anyway, Petty. So uh, he finds mention, he writes to this woman and she writes back and sends a letter that some woman wrote to her mother back in England that mentions Jamie Fraser and his wife, Claire. And so he calls Brianna and they have a very awkward phone conversation in which Brianna is wearing a very cool, again, something Julie owns, mm-hmm. owns <laughs> a military jacket. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it was Neil's and I used to try to make him get rid of it until it didn't fit him anymore. And all of a sudden I realized it was cool. <laughs> So she she owns it. Um, Anyway, she says, you don't know how much this means to me. And is obviously about to start talking about her feelings. And he fucking clams up and gets off the phone because he's being kind of a dick. Still a dick. But we also see that she has a very awesome roommate and a cute ass dog. Yes. And that comes back later. Yeah. So also then later, Roger calls for... Oh, well, so he's back with... um, he goes to see Fiona and Fiona is like, oh, well, Jamie and Claire die. Yeah. Here is the stuff that the Reverend found and we found it while we were unpacking and it's a death notice for Jamie Fraser and his wife, Claire, who died in a conflagration Mm -hmm. on the settlement of Fraser's Ridge. And he says, I can't tell her. And Fiona says, doesn't she have a right to know the truth? And he's like, I can't, she'll be devastated. I can't, I can't tell her that she's already been dead for 200 years, which is True. True, but not true. It's very <sighs> confusing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but clearly he thinks better of it somehow. But then why does Something. he call her? So that's what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. He calls her, whether it's just to talk or to tell her this thing, we don't really know, but he calls her. And uh, 
and uh, Brianna's roommate Gail, with her amazing hair and her amazing dog, is like sprawled on the floor like she's a pinup reading a book. It's great. Just chilling in, in the seventies on the apartment rug. with their amazing plants everywhere. It's great, great little shot. And she says, "Oh well, is this the Roger? The Roger?" Um, and he says, "Yes, it's the Roger." <laughs> and uh, <laughs> she says, "Oh well, she's not here. She's in Scotland." And he says, "Why? She? Why is she in Scotland?" And he what? says, "Well, she's visiting her mother." Chong 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 chong. I'm like, oh no. Um, so we know now that that Brianna goes to Scotland. To go through the stones, which anybody who watched the trailer or the credits, frankly, already knows that. Um, but now we know why. Mm-hmm. Uh, and whether it's just that she wanted to go or she found information on her own, we don't know. But she's decided to go back in time. We also see a bunch of homesteading shit. Oh, yeah. Some really good Rollo porn. Well, no. Some really good Rollo footage. <laughs> yeah. There's no dog pornography. <laughs> um, real, but there is some tree porn. Oh, yeah. Lots of this, this entire season has been very tree porny. Yes, very, very tree porny. I'm okay with it. Um, we see them marking out the cabin, and then they build the foundation for it, and Jamie tells Claire all about where her wee surgery is going to be for her wee and her shade for her wee herbs. And also there's going to be a jerky shack. Why does everything got to be wee? Jerky though? shack, baby. <laughs> jerky shack, Baby! Meat shack. It's a meat shack. Everybody's smoking. Everybody's drying. Eating next to nothing because we're low on supply. <laughs> oh. The whole shack's meaty. Everybody's hungry around and around and around and around. Oh my God, I hate bang, that Bang, so bang, bang. I'm the meat, baby. That's all I got. It's really dry. <laughs> bang, bang on the dried meat. Bang, bang. Dried meat. <laughs> Rested. <laughs> <laughs> so there's going to be a meat shack. The only thing that song was really good for was to, A, bring the B-52s back into the public knowledge, and B, give RuPaul a job, because it was his first appearance on VH1. Here's what I'll say. Yeah. Love Shack is useful. First of all, I would sing Meat Shack at karaoke. <laughs> Love Shack is useful for for identifying the wheat from the chaff mm-hmm. in karaoke. Because first of all, don't ever do Love Shack at karaoke. Please do not. But if you're going to do it, mm. you better have either a really weird concept or an incredible impression. Yeah, you got to sound like Fred Schneider. If you do not sound like Fred Schneider, I don't want to hear it. And don't you dare... Be just a bunch of girls who go up and just sing well, the shit. It, it is a bachelorette party staple. I know, but here's the thing. There's Which gotta is why be I don't like it. One person in the bachelorette party that, that can, can do, do a Fred Schneider. Schneider. I mean, that was always me. Right? <laughs> so if that, like, they're, you've got the Spice Girls. They're just out there. You can just... The Spice you Girls can, are there. Y- you know what? I'll, I'll tell you what I want, what I really, really want. <laughs> what do you want? What do you really, really I want? Wanna, I want to, I want to, I want to, I want to, I want to really, really, really never hear Love Shack at karaoke <laughs> again. <laughs> it's just, but if you're going to do it, you had better have a fucking perfect Fred Schneider Fred impression. Schneider! Or like really surreal, some postmodern karaoke shit. <laughs> Other than that, just, you, the, just don't that do and it. Paradise by the Dashboard Light. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't, don't you do, do it. it. Also, maybe don't do what's going on by Four Nine Blondes. Yeah. But that's a personal thing. That's personal yeah. Thing. I mean, and. And of course, the number one rule in karaoke is disregard all rules. If and you do whatever can the fuck you it, want, right? Yeah. Like you do whatever is going to make you happy. But 
some the, just some tips. Just some tips. Just some tips. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here's a couple of things we forgot. Hit me. Muesli is pukey. <laughs> oh, there's a very nice scene between Claire and Muesli. And I wrote down Muesli Mrs. Because <laughs> I forgot how to say her name. Leary. And uh, Wien's ready to go. And then there was that weird shot where we were like, Claire, are you wearing a wig? Yeah, we saw some. Well, and, uh, we saw, we could clearly see her Claire line. <laughs> and then um, she starts singing or quoting as a poem, My Country Tis of Thee. And I'm like, My Country Tis of Barf, please stop. He tries to get her to sing and then he gets all horny and it's weird. Uh, I'm sorry, I was really into that moment. <laughs> he, like, because he specifically likes it when she sings, sings all like, proper, proper like, like in church. church. <laughs> and then like, Backs her into a tree, and I was like, "That hot. actually hot." And then we interrupts. And then Allison actually had an incredible little pull there. He carves FR into that big tree for Fraser's like Ridge, Randall. and he, Allison was like, "Frank Randall." Yeah, I don't know if that means anything I in the just, book, but that is interesting. Like JF. CF, or maybe not call it Fraser's Ridge. WM. Maybe call it like. Fraser's Land or Fraser's something, so it's not FR. Or just do F Ridge or Fraser's R. Fridge. Or <laughs> Fridge. Um, or just Fraser. Let's see. I, I just really, I, I, I have a note here. I really hate that charcoal drawing. I know. <laughs> We've talked about it before. Yeah. Um, I. Uh, I like the homesteading. homesteading I like is fun. the setup for the bear shit. I like the Meyer scene. You just scene. don't like that I it's like a person. I like most of the chair, but I want to say again. In a bear suit. This is what happens in this episode. If you were going to write, <laughs> I do, I spend a lot of my time reading summaries of TV episodes for work. So here is what they would have to say in this summary. If they're, if they're accurately summarizing it after the fact. The Frasers of Fraser's Ridge encounter difficulty when a human dressed as a bear what terrorizes their camp and Ugh. also why did he fuck with the horse cuz he's why a dick did the bag. bear that's not a bear but in fact a human fuck with the horse i think just cuz he's a dick bag it's literally just a dick bag dressed as a bear you know i just he's yogi dick he's yogi dick <laughs> Hold on. I'm trying to make sure we're not missing anything. <laughs> oh, we did miss the little chat about that everybody on Lullabrock knows how to knit. Oh, yeah. Click it. Everyone knows how to click it. That's also straight from the book. So, so that means in, that Jamie knows how to knit. There's this lovely thing in, in the books where Wean is basically fascinated with everything having to do with Claire. because She, she can't knit and she sews people together. <laughs> And she swears a lot and she just kind of showed up out of nowhere and she like ran away when Jamie, when it turned out Jamie was married and then like wouldn't come back. But then she did. And then she did all this crazy shit and she says all this crazy shit and she does all this other crazy shit. And that makes perfect sense to me. If I were we and I would also be in awe of Claire. Mm-hmm. Also, that's a moment, a wee moment that I loved. When the when the Native Americans tell Jamie that his name is now going to be Bear Killer and their people, <laughs> and he leans around and goes, Bear Killer, and just like could not look happier. It's That's the accurate response. When you find out your uncle's new name is Bear Killer, that is the accurate response. Anyway, um, but he is amazed that she does not know how to knit. Everyone knows how to click it. And then he says he's going to teach her. Click it. He says he's going to teach her how to um, knit. She it, does it, learn how to knit. By and the then way. after that is actually when the bear happens. And here are just a couple of my notes. Dude in a bear suit. What? <laughs> <laughs> 
And then um, when the Cherokees describe what was up with this guy, and they say oftentimes man is monster, Allison and I were like, mm-hmm. true, but come on, true, but a little bit too. I think you all know what I'm saying. Here's here's an exa- just like a slight edit, just a mm-hmm. suggestion from a loving fan, and I am a loving fan. Jamie could say, "He's not a monster. He's just a man." Mm-hmm. That he could have said. No. Monster. Done. Done. Same thing. Mm-hmm. Not monster Hold is on. Man. Let me break open my fortune cookie. Ugh. Sometimes man is monster. Ugh. And then, oh, we did talk a little bit about the set dressing in um, Reverend Wakefield's house that Fiona um, and Ernie have set Jesus. up. Jesus. Now, now really that's actually MCN good shit. use of pornography. Yeah, that's that was beautiful. Mid-century modern porn. God. Mm-hmm. My, and the fireplace. My God. Oh, yeah. And then we already talked about Brie going to Scotland, and then I just wrote, oh, no! Yeah. All right. Uh, in the books, he finds out that it happened because he stays a week later at Oxford than he's supposed to to make some extra money because of a conference. And then they're like, hey, Roger. No, they're at Oxford, so, Roger, you've got <laughs> a, a spot of mail to pick up, chap. And then he went, goes to the mail room, and there are boxes and boxes and boxes of all of Brianna's shit. Oh, no. And he's like, what? So then he calls Boston, and they're, and he calls Joe Abernathy. He's like, you don't know where she is? She told me she was coming to visit you. And he's like, no. And then there's a big pause, and then Joe goes, holy shit. <laughs> She's going back to see her mama, isn't she? Because Joe knows about time travel. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'm very sad that we didn't get Joe Abernathy scenes. Mm-hmm. Anyway, let's do some scales. Okay. Oh my God. Well, all just right. So think first, about costumes. Bears. Costumes. Bears. On a scale of a human being dressed as a bear mm-hmm. to what's a really really good example? Uh, Mad Max Fury Road. Mm-hmm. And your and your options are on the low end of the scale. Just a guy dressed as a bear. Yeah. And on the high end of the scale, Mad Max Fury Road, where does this fall? Um, I think it pretty much solidly falls in dude dressed as a bear. <laughs> oh, but no, I think it's higher. I think it's way higher. Oh, well, oh, no, you're right. That's you're right. Because the bad costume costumes. in the episode. Oh, God damn it. That's you're why right. I went with Fury Road because you pointed out that it was a mix of like right. Western clothing and yeah, it was. Um, oh, uh, fucking, this is going to be hilarious. This is perfect. The fifth element. Oh, because you do have the really cool futuristic shit, but you also have the like ridiculous looking aliens that are just horrible. That's a good call. Okay. Fifth element. Great. I'm going to let that one stand because I'm not going to top it. All All right. right. Coitus. On the high end, let's go with like, oh, Titanic. Okay. Where it's like, there's not a ton of sex, but there's a lot of like... Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. That's the high end. On the low end, just a man dressed as a bear. <laughs> well, I'm trying to think of something that features... Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I know what it is. Do you know the movie Jeremiah Johnson? No. Okay. That is a movie... I think it came out in the 70s starring Robert Redford as a mountain man. So he like is walking around in buckskin... Fucking full beard, sandy blonde, big ass hair. So basically a man in a bear suit. And he does come across this woman in the wilderness whose husband has died and she's living alone. And I think they do it. All right. 
So Jeremiah Johnson's my cool. answer. Um, and also Neil would never let me live it down if I didn't do this. He made up a song about it, and it goes like this. Jeremiah Johnson lives on a mountain. That's it. It's <laughs> a great song. Thank you. Good job, Neil. Uh, I'm going to go with... What's something where it's like all tease, no actual boning, and also there's a person dressed like a bear. <laughs> um, there's got to be... Oh, you know what? Love, Simon. A very charming movie from this year, like a teen rom-com that's about a gay kid. Mm-hmm. And it's really like very recognizably and formulaically one of those kind of movies. And the only way it's different is that he's a gay kid, but it makes all the difference in the world. I recommend it. It's a good movie. Um, I think their mascot is a bear. (laughs) And also there's just like occasionally some very light making out and that's it. Mm -hmm. It's the love Simon. Okay. That's where it is on the scale. Um, Last scale. So the last scale is how often you'd get up to get a beer. On the high end, we're going to go really, really tense. We're going to go with one of my favorites. We do it all the time. Speed. The bus right as it jumps. Yes. Okay. Speed. I'm that not section the, of speed. I am not leaving the I'm not leaving the couch at that point. Right. On the low end, you're just watching home movies of a man mm-hmm. who's dressed as a bear. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just wandering through the woods. <laughs> but like as a bear. Because uh, I want to say one more time, the the A plot of this episode, the primary storyline of this episode is the homestead is terrorized by a man dressed as a bear. What? Uh, I'm going to give it between man dressed as bear in bear suit and speed bus. I'm going to give it. Mm, oh, my God. Did you ever see that documentary about the guy who actually made the suit to go fight bears? Uh, no. I'm going to give it that. I can't remember what it was called. Grizzly Man? Grizzly Man. Maybe that's it. And it was this hilarious, like, hockey mask situation, but, like, over the head and, like, a whole bunch of duct tape, and he thought that this shit was going to be okay, and then, of course, a bear killed his ass. Yeah. Um, I've seen it. Most of it is just this guy, and it's kind of sad. It reminds me a little bit of that showbiz documentary. So, yeah, I could get up and get a beer until the dude shows up dressed as a bear. And then I have to be there because it's so fucking hilarious. Because it's so fucked up. I'm going to go really similar, actually. And I'm also going to go with the documentary. Thank you for the inspiration. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go with the documentary Tickled. Oh, yeah. Anthony Weiner. No. No, no. No. Tickling competition. Yes. Where it starts out being they're researching competitive tickling. And then it turns into something else entirely. Like when they're doing their research, they find out all of this crazy ass shit and you're watching it and you're like, this is weird. What a weird and interesting story. And then you're like, excuse me, what? And you can't leave because the second half of this episode is basically, excuse me, what? And then like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Brie and Roger are talking, whatever, whatever. Okay. Youngins. Can we get back to how the fact that it was a guy dressed as a bear? Can we get back to the bear dude? Can we like, here's the thing. We're going to watch next week's episode. And at the end of it, Julie's going to turn to me and say, what do you think? And I'm going to say, I'm not sure. But do you remember how that one time it was a guy dressed up as a bear, a guy for, because in a show with time travel and magic and last week a ghost and that can put on saving shoes. from a hurricane in, tied to a mast in, the pilot of this episode includes cunnilingus in a public space mm-hmm. and a ghost by a statue 
And slow-mo shot of a person falling off of a bridge inside of a car. And, oh, yeah, time travel, where when you time travel, the first thing you see is a guy who looks just like your husband but is not your husband. That show decided that Jamie fighting a bear was too much. I, I really wonder if that was it. I think it has to be, yeah, right? It has to like, be, right? What else would it be? I, I mean, unless they were like, yeah, here we go. Good job, us. For the, like, let's say this about rape. Is it like trying to cover their ass but, about rape? I mean, I, I don't know. Here's the thing. They, they didn't actually involve women. There were no women nope. involved. So I don't know. <laughs> uh, but he was dressed as a bear, y'all. So he was dressed as a bear. Um, I'm so tired. Happy Thanksgiving. Yes. I hope you had a nice weekend. Mm-hmm. We need to thank our, our patrons. Um, for being so supportive. Yes. None of them are people dressed as bears. <laughs> but we don't know that. You can, so, like, if that's what you like, you do that. Yeah. I mean, I support you. Um, but don't fuck with the horse. There's not yeah, even a point to that. Why would you even do that? Um, you can find us on Facebook at <laughs> facebook.com slash podlandercast slash man dressed as bear. You can find us on Twitter <laughs> at podlandercast. Hashtag man dressed as bear. You can find us on Patreon by searching man dressed as bear. Presumably what'll come up is Podlander Drunkcast, not London Podcast. Otherwise you can do patreon.com slash Podlander Drunkcast. Uh, when you're there, you will be able to support us. I'm going to go ahead and add another tier where you can pay an astronomical sum of money for Julie and I to dress as bears. <laughs> <laughs> um, don't do that. Yeah. Why? Uh, we need to thank all of our patrons. You are all amazing. A, a guy dressed as a bear. <laughs> um, and I especially, I especially want to thank the following lovely souls: Trish McCreary, Jen Lander Drunklin, Jenna Polkowski, Doctor J, Lori McGuire, and I'm getting some spirit back. Anne Gavin, yeah, Katie Kushner, yeah, yeah, Amanda yeah, Newton, yeah. Beth Locke, Mary Lumpkin, Tanner Cole, Kiki, the, the Wise, Tara Lucchino, Crystal Nanavati. Anne Gibson, Idy with an I, Aaron Yitzi, Molly Layton, Heather Moore, Ruth McCormick, Kara Marlowe, Flourish Root, Friday Payton, and Kathleen Moniz. Hi, Hi Mom. Mom. Um, we will be back next week to talk about an episode where nobody dresses as a bear. Great One hopes. Perfect. Uh, I hope you had a great holiday. We're going to need to drink about this. Bye. Bye.